going on this is your counselor poly rob welcome to another episode of the poly rob podcast man i appreciate y'all for tuning in you already know what it is i'm gonna keep it live i'm gonna keep it 100 and uh i'm enjoying myself at the same time uh, i want to give a shout out to i don't have my medicine ball today i have my guinness guinness stout i'm taping right now at nighttime so nighttime i have my guinness and in the morning time i have my medicine ball so that's what I do. Make sure you check me out on all social media platforms at Yo Poly Rob What Up, which is Y O P O L Y R O B W H A T U P. Man, that's so long, but I'm sorry. That's just what it is. And uh, make sure you check out the podcast on SoundCloud and now on iTunes Podcast. Make sure you check it out on iTunes Podcast. Subscribe to either. Um, SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. Subscribe, subscribe so you can get these episodes faster and faster and faster. Um, I do want to say, yo, shout out to everybody who's called me, text me, um, DM me, and just sent, you know, just words of encouragement and just, you know, appreciating the show, appreciating what I'm bringing to the table. And uh, I appreciate y'all, man. I do this for y'all. And um, I'm going to keep it rocking. I'm going to keep it rocking. You know what I mean? So, for today's topic, today's topic, I've been doing a lot of music um, this past week, uh, working on a lot of TV and film cues, um, organizing my TV and film catalog, um, and, you know, just gearing up for the end of the year. You know, the, um, you know, the industry shuts down. Um, in the fourth quarter, after the fourth quarter. So, um, but I still like to gear up because, you know, that's what we do at local astronauts. We get ready for the next year early. You know what I'm saying? So, and in the midst of that, um, you know, I definitely wanted to um, address some of the things that I've heard a lot of people talk about, but kind of don't really get to the gist of it. So I want to talk about it. I want to talk about, um, the producers for today. I definitely want to talk about the producers for today. And uh, the topic for today is pay the producer or pay the price. That's the topic for today. Once again, pay the producer or pay the price. Reason why I want to talk about that today is because I come across a lot of producers who um, go through it. They go through it. They go through it a lot. Um, You know, they out here in the game trying to make their name. You know what I mean? Working with these artists, working with companies and trying to give them the best possible production that they can to be able to get themselves to the next level. And of course, respectively, take care of their families. But they run into a lot of roadblocks, roadblocks as in, um, you know, artists don't want to pay the producer for the music. Um, Companies 
are bullshitting. They they promise them uh, a certain amount of money and then you don't get it. Um, you know, just all different types of promises that end up being broken. And um, one of the biggest things about, you know, the producer and paying the producer, um, we're going to get to that. But for me, it's like, first off, I'm a producer and I'm an engineer. So I understand for all producers out there, I understand how you feel, especially when you know you got hot shit, you know you got next level shit, but you just can't seem to get that artist, that company, that a TV show, that movie to pay for the production that you worked so hard for. It's fucking frustrating. It's fucking frustrating. I've been in that boat to be overlooked as a, as a producer um, by so many people. And then when you get to the chance where you, you're ready to work and somebody's ready to work with you, Soon as you start talking to business and talking money, they're like, ah. And you hear things like, oh, well, I don't think that the beat is that good for me to pay that, that amount of money. Or they say, well, I don't pay for beats. Um, producers just be sending me beats. I got an email full of different beats. I don't pay for beats. Or you hear, um, well, I don't think I should pay you right now. Can I like, let me, let me get you on the back end. So when it blow, you'll get everything off the back end. I got to feed my family now, right now. So these are the type of things that producers go through. So trust me, I'm a producer as well. So I understand. Um, but before we talk about, um, the way to fix things and hopefully we can get to that point. Um, I want to talk about, first off, the importance of a producer. Let's talk about that first. Let's talk about the importance of having a producer. Let me take my sip of my Guinness real quick. So, in music, before any words are said, the instrumental... The piano, the violin, the musical composition is heard first before any words are spoken in the majority of musical compositions, the majority of songs, the majority of records, you will hear the beat first, the music first before you hear anything else. Then you'll hear the song as it comes about. But the importance of that music, a lot of people get it misconstrued. That's why they always say that producers end up getting the the end, the short end of the stick, which we need to change that. Because if you watch any TV, you watch a movie, you watch a TV show. You hear somebody driving in a car, you know, you jump into an elevator, you're at Starbucks, um, you at a company and you're in a lobby 
It don't matter where you at, you're going to hear some type of music. You're going to hear some type of musical composition all the time. A producer is someone who orchestrates and puts together those musical compositions for artists and creatives to be able to expand their thoughts, expand their experiences, expand their dialogue over music. It's the most attractive thing in the world, y'all. So why, why is our producers getting the short end of the stick? When you're working with an artist, let's say a label signs an artist to their company. One of the biggest things that they ask, one of the biggest things that they ask when they sign an artist, who did your production? Who did your production? Because they want to know who's behind the musical works of whatever you do. So why is the producer being left out of these conversations with these deals? We're going to get to that. The importance of a producer. No song is a song without the producer. No musical composition will exist without the producer coming in and doing a thing. And by when I say producer, producer in this context, I'm talking about musicians. I'm talking about instrumentalists. I'm talking about anybody who's working keys, who's working pads, who's working instruments, who's putting together sound structure for whatever idea, song, TV, film, composition that's out there. Those are the people that I'm talking about. Anybody who produces something to bring music and composition to life. They're the most important piece of the entire thing. Can't nobody get money without the producer. Can't nobody get no money. A&Rs don't have no songs to work without the producer. Labels don't have no music to promote without the producer. Radio stations don't have no music without the producer. Why is the producer the last nigga to get his issue? Let's talk about that. Now, for me, when we're talking about paying the producer, and let me explain what I mean by the topic. Pay the producer or pay the price. My philosophy is, if you don't take care of the business with the producer now, later on, you're going to pay the price. Later on, you're going to pay the ultimate price. I've seen situations where somebody has worked on a record with a producer 
And, you know, the same language. Oh, I don't pay for beats. I just, you know, I just, I get beats from producers. And then they make a record. The record get hot. The record blow. The labels come to him and say, hey, we want to sign you. That record is on fire. The first thing that they going to ask the rapper, who did the beat? Who did the beat? Who did the production? And if if you okay, hypothetically tell them, you tell them who did the beat. Then they're gonna ask, okay, you guys got any paperwork? Did you buy the beat? Did you sign off on it? Because in order for them to be able to sign you and use that record. They need to know that the business was handled on behalf of the producer. Because guess what? If you didn't do it, the producer has a lot of power when it comes to the actual record. Which means it's very little you can do with that record. Especially when it comes to getting money. Before the label get to it. Sometimes those are like the deal breakers on whether a label want to fuck with you or not anyway. But we'll get to that. So before we talk about the situations on when artists fuck up and labels fuck up on not taking taking care of business with the producer. Let's talk about the most important thing. Of why a producer is so valuable. Let's talk about the most important thing on why the producer is so valuable in this game. So I want to briefly break down the writers and composers pie chart. And break down the publisher's pie chart. I want to break those two down real quick. So y'all can get an understanding of how important the producer is. And for every artist that's listening, this is some game that you need to know. Please look up songwriters, ASCAP, BMI, CSAC. This is the language that they understand to pay y'all. This is the language. You got to understand the charts, the pie charts. Understand what publishing is. Understand what a writer and a composer gets. Understand stuff like that. So I'm going to briefly break it down because there's so many books. There's so many YouTube links. There's so many um, consultants out there that can further advance your knowledge on what this breakdown consists of. I just want to give you the basics so we can move forward and get these producers their money, man. Pay the producer. So let's go for the pie chart for the writers and composers. So there's two types of pie charts. There's the writers and composers. And then there's the publisher's pie chart. So every song 
has two different pie charts. You have the writers and composers, the writers who wrote the song, who's a part of the song as far as the writing and dialogue, and the composers who's a part of making the beat and composing the beat and playing the instruments. That's a part of this pie chart. Let's say that this pie chart is 100%. Let's say this is 100%. Then you have the publisher's pie chart. Now, this is broken up of between the ownership, the master of the song, who owns the master of the song, and the composition, who owns the composition of the song, which is the actual musical works, the actual music, the entire song, the way the song is being played. That's what the producer, I mean, the publisher side consists of. And let's say that that's 100%. 100%. Okay, so let's start with the writers and composers side. 100% is right here. So let's give a scenario. Let's say an artist, Joe Blow, wrote a song and did it with a producer. The producer made the beat and the artist wrote the song. So in this pie chart, it would be 50% for the writer because the writer wrote everything. The artist wrote everything, including the hook. It would be 50% for the writer and the producer made the entire beat. So it'll be 50% for the producer. So total 50 and 50 makes 100% of this song on the writers and composers side. 50% go to the artist. 50% goes to the composer. Right? Okay. So that same song on the publisher side, the publishing side, that same song, the producer is the composition. He did the composition. The producer did the entire composition, which means that he gets 50% of the composition side of the publishing because he did the entire beat, the music, all the music. Now, the master side depends on who paid for the studio session, who paid for the music to get done, and who paid for the song to get completed. Whomever that is gets the other 50% of this master. If they paid in whole, the whole thing, they get the 50% of the master on the publishing side. If they paid half of it, then they would get half of the master side and the other half would go to the other person. So let's say hypothetically, the uh, someone else paid for the session. So they would get the master. So the producer would get 50% of the composition and the third party, which would probably be the investor, the label, whomever, they'll get 50% 
of the the master side on the publisher. And the producer would get 50% of the composition. Now, this is where it comes in. This is where it comes into play. So let's keep in mind, this first pie chart, 50-50 for the artist and the producer. Second pie chart, 50-50 for the producer and the third party. Okay. This is where it comes into play, what makes the producer so important. Out of the entire... 200% of both pie charts together, 100 and 100. The producer gets 100% out of the 200%. The producer for just making the beat, for just making the beat, he already gets 100%. And if you didn't pay him, or you didn't pay for the session, let's say he paid for the session. So instead of the third party getting that 50%, that producer would get that 50% because he paid for the session. Or let's say hypothetically, nobody paid for the session, but he recorded it. He would get that master. That's his master. 50% go to him. So he'll have 150% out of 200%. You see where I'm going with it? If you did not pay for his services of his production and he did not agree to accept money and give up his percentages, He's entitled to those percentages and you can't say nothing else. Now, this is where it really gets tricky. This is why I say value the producer and pay the producer. When it's time for the labels to look at you and say, we want to sign you, they're going to ask, who owns the record? Who has majority percentage in the record? Whoever has majority percentage in the record gets to dictate if that deal gets signed or not of for that record. If they want. If it, you did a song called Shake It Till You Drop. And your producer has majority percentage of that Shake It Till You Drop record. He gets to negotiate how much money if we going to sign or not, because you don't own majority of the record. Whoever has the highest percentage, I don't care if it's 12 people on the record, whoever has the highest percentage negotiates, negotiates if you get money from the record or not. They negotiate if they want to sign the record because they own majority control. That's in any business. Whoever owns majority control decides, makes decisions on behalf of that venture. These are the things that artists don't think about when they in there creating. 
They just want to create and they want to say, yo, I need you to believe in me, fam. Oh, we'll believe in you. But when it's time to get the real bread, if you haven't taken care of me as the producer, I'm going to get taken care of. It may not be from you, but it's going to be from somebody that wants this record. Y'all got to understand. Pay your producer or pay the price. Man, I've seen people do a record, the record going well, they're getting money, they're getting show money, and all of a sudden they get signed and the labels want the record and they got to go to the producer and the producer going to be an asshole because you ain't even look his way since you got that damn master of that damn song. You ain't even look his way when you was performing and getting money. You didn't throw him nothing. The best that he got, it was a tag on the song. And that's how they knew that he did the record. Now, guess what? He won all the percentages. He got all the damn rights. And he get to do what he want to do. Now he getting all the money. Now all the performing you doing... He getting all the money from the back end of when that record is being sold. He getting all of it. And he not tripping. He don't give a shit about how mad you are because you didn't look his way when he was trying to get a little bit in the beginning. You could have shut that business down. You could have already had everything taken care of. Everything could have been taken care of already. But nah, you on your man, people just send me beats, man. Hey, you know why they send you beats? You know why they keep sending you 20 beats? Because they daring you to get on that damn song and make something of it. They dare you. Hey man, please make these records go. Cause guess what? If we don't take care of the business, I'm finna get all the money in the end. That's what these producers is thinking, man. All these websites where they got leasing the beat for $30, leasing the beat for $25, leasing the beat for $15. You can lease 10 beats for $100. Hey, man. They want you to lease them damn beats. And they fire, too. The best in they batch. They want you to lease them beat. They want you to go ahead and spend money for radio and go up and do all. They want you to do all that. Because as soon as that record blow, guess what? They coming for all the money. They coming for all the money. I'm just trying to tell y'all, man. Rappers, y'all better listen up. And producers, I understand it's hard. I understand in some cities, people think about music like it's nothing. They don't want to pay for nothing. But guess what? It's your job to make sure that they pay for something. Something. It's your job. And sometimes it's not always money. 
Sometimes it's, they give you a great referral to somebody else who got some money. Sometimes it's, um, man, I done, I done sold like two beats for a fucking 15 inch MacBook Pro so I can make more beats. I done did that. You know what I mean? Get, getting the right equipment that you want for a beat. I'm with that too. You'll still get your percentage on the back end. But at least you get something in the front end so you can continue to keep going. Because giving all these rappers all these free beats and you're not seeing nothing from it immediately, that shit for the birds. You're going to get tired of this shit and you're going to quit. And it's going to be over. Get something off the rip. You're too talented. You're too talented, bro. Lady, you're too talented. Sometimes you got to sit down and read and do some research and figure out the best ways to get what you want and work hard at it. Which goes to my next thing. The pay scale for producers. I got producers that always come to me all the time and be like, yo, yo, Rob, man, how do you know what to charge an artist, man? How do you know what to charge an artist? Fact is, I don't. I have my pay rates, but it, a lot of the stuff is a case by case basis because I don't know what the artist is going to do with the record. Yeah, I got my prices of what I would charge, but my prices for an independent artists is different from my prices for a major uh, A lister or B lister artist, and and people understand that language. They understand that. Independent artists get a different rate. Uh, TV and film companies, they get a completely different rate, higher rate at that. You know what I mean? And that's just how I do it. And then, you know, like one of the things I used to do, and I still do it kind of now, but a little bit less. But one of the things I used to do to kind of like help my pay scale on what I'm what I'm selling as a producer, I would do this like. I would try to charge enough for a beat to be able to pay for two or three bills with that one price. Like, like for instance, you got a, a phone bill, $80. You got your internet bill, $40. And then you got your car insurance is like uh, another $80, right? So I would sell a beat for you know, 200 or 250 so I can take care of all of those bills in that one price. And then I still get my, you know, producer's credit, my producer, my composer's uh, uh, percentage, and I'll still get my, uh, my uh, composition percentage on the publishing side. But what I would do is I would try to, if I sell that beat, I can take care of three bills for that month. You know what I mean? That's what I used to do in the beginning. Like, like for me, I had an internet bill, I had my phone bill, and then I had uh, my light bill at my house. So I was like, yo, I'm charging $250 a beat, and when I sold that one beat, boom, I take care of all of those bills. So then I set another $250, and I'm like, okay, boom, that'll take care of the bills for next month, or I'll take care of some two other bills. You know what I mean? And that's how I would do it. I would, every, every production that I make, um, if I sell it, it should take care of two or three bills, you know what I mean? And then now, you know, 
you know, the way I do it now is, um, you know, when I sell beats, it's to take care of like, like three or four or five bills. You know what I'm saying? With that one price for that beat. So certain pay scales like that, you know what I'm saying? And dedicate yourself like producers, push yourself to sell your beats and get to it. Like it's so many different outlets out here um, for you to be able to sell your shit. As long as you know what business comes behind that people respect business. You know what I'm saying? I had, man, sorry, I had to take a sip of my Guinness, you know, Understand that people respect business. People, they understand invoices. They understand contracts. You know what I mean? And don't be scared to give it to them even if they don't understand it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm always on the, like, look, if you don't understand how this percentage stuff goes, I do so I can I, I can show you because that's the only way that you're going to be able to value my production even more is, is because you understand the business language that I understand. You know what I'm saying? Some people just think, oh, no, I'm just going to pay you to beat and then that's it. No, there's there's still other elements to it. You still got to know the right percentages of what everybody's getting a part of the record. And still, you know, promoting the record the right way. You know what I mean? There's so many elements to this shit. You know what I mean? And especially if you want... If you want your TV track, you want the instrumental, you want the clean version. You know, I engineer too, so I'm giving you the whole WAP. And with me, when artists get beats from me, I promote every beat that I'm a part of. Every song I'm a part of, I promote it. You know what I mean? And that's another element. You know what I'm saying? Like, being able to promote the stuff that you've put together with another artist. All of this stuff leads to... Understanding that a producer is very important. It's a vital, you're a vital piece to someone's success. So don't take nothing lightly. Nothing. Nothing lightly. You know what I mean? Understand your importance. Understand the breakdown of percentages of what a producer gets. That, that, classifies your value as a producer so you understand the value that where you're at value should not just come from talent value should come from understanding where your place is in the business aspect of music it shouldn't just come because you got fire beats you you're valuable no nigga everybody got fire beats it should come from yo he got fire beats and he take care of his business and he know where his files at and he makes sure that we sign off on everything. We got a split sheets. You know what I'm saying? It's big. You got to have split sheets. So you so you know what percentage each person is getting. Producers, if you don't have a split sheet in your computer, you know, print it out or, you know, in your office, get you some split sheets. So every record that you do with an artist, you know what y'all getting. Y'all know what y'all getting. You know what I mean? Pay the producer or pay the price. Artists, y'all keep singing that whole song like, oh, I don't pay for beats and all that. Watch where your career go when you don't pay for beats. Just watch it. Watch your career when you don't pay for beats. Let me tell you the main reason. It's not that you can't make a hit because you don't pay for a beat. It's not that. It's because when you pay for something, 
you take more interest in it. You take more interest in trying to make it back when you pay for something. That's anything. If I gave you a free meal right now, you wouldn't give two shits about it if it spilled on the floor. But if you paid me for a meal and it spilled on the floor, you'll be furious because you paid for it. That'll be your reason. Because I paid for it. I'm pissed. So that's why producers, you got to charge these artists because they'll respect it more. They will respect your grind and your business etiquette and take care of you for your services. It's a very important thing. And, you know, it's 2018, y'all, so producers is coming up. Producers is not just being, you know, somebody who's making a beat. They now engineering, they mixing and mastering, they singing, they rapping, they DJing, they doing everything. They doing everything now. They coming to life, y'all. So, man, take care of your producer, man, for real. Or you're going to pay the ultimate price of not getting no real money when it's all said and done. When your record blow, your producer finna get all the money, man. (laughs) Shout out to a lot of the producers that I know that's out there doing their thing and getting money, man, and taking care of people the right way. Shout out to my guy, Day One. You know what I'm saying? He always doing his thing. You know what I mean? He making it right. Shout out to my boy, Cellini. You know what I'm saying? He always doing his thing, too. Uh, you know, shout out to the classic, legendary Mr. C. You know what I mean? Shout out to DJ Mustard. He out there doing his thing. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, Sal Trees. You know what I'm saying? I never met him before, but Sal Trees out there, he be, he be getting this shit off. You know what I'm saying? He got a record with Larry June right now going up. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, shout out to DJ Premier. Uh, shout out to uh, just so many different producers out there that's out there getting it. You know what I mean? From legendary and from the new school. You know what I'm saying? I just want everybody to get their money. You know what I'm saying? Everybody get their money. And shout out to all the artists that's paying producers, that's taking care of their producers. That is the best thing you can ever do is take care of your producer. Because trust me, when you down and out and you need a hit, the producer going to come through for you. Or when you're at the top of your game and you still need more hits, the producer going to come through for you. He going to come through for you. Very, very important, man. Um, that That's my podcast, man. That's my podcast. You know, I appreciate y'all listening. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all pay the producer or you will pay the price straight up. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody out there in the music industry just getting it, being creative, trying to get to it. You know what I'm saying? And doing a thing. Make sure you follow me on all social media networks at Yo Poly Rob What Up. Y-O-P-O-L-Y-R-O-B. W-H-A-T-U-P. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I might reactivate my Black Planet. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it live. You know what I mean? And make sure you subscribe. Everybody that's listening and everybody that watched my Instagram live, I always go live on Instagram live. Make sure y'all get on SoundCloud, subscribe to the podcast, or get on iTunes podcast 
subscribe to my podcast, man. This is the Poly Rob Podcast, and I appreciate y'all, man, all the love, and uh, I'll see y'all again. Peace.